You're listening to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now with your host, Jackie Koch, the podcast with all the tips and tools to help you succeed when all of a sudden you have the realization that you're the one in charge. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now podcast where we give you all the advice you need to succeed when all of a sudden you find you're in charge. I'm your host, Jackie Koch. And tis the season to talk all about how to support your team during the holidays. Now, if you're anything like me, and I hate to admit this, but I'm not a fan of the holidays. By this time, by the time you're listening to this, I don't know if you are, but I'm definitely sick of Mariah Carey. I'm sick of all of the holiday music. I'm kind of over it. And I know that might sound like I'm the Grinch, but it's just how I'm wired. It's how I've been. Maybe it's because I worked retail for so long, but the holiday, or maybe it's because my birthday is a week before Christmas. I don't know what it is, but I'm just not a holiday fan. Like some people are really into it. I really got to rally myself to get into the holiday spirit for my friends and for my family. It's not like I hate the holidays, but I just don't really care about them, to be honest. But that's not how everyone is. And so what I've found is it can be hard for me as a leader to really do a great job of leading during the holidays because it's just kind of business as usual for me. And it can be super challenging for, for me to lead the team during this time. I think there's a lot of people like me who don't really care about the holidays. And then there's a lot of people who care a lot. Like they look forward to this for months. I don't understand these people, but I don't want to make them feel crappy for that, right? Just because they're not the same as me. Like they don't understand why I am the way I am. So there's a lot of people who care a lot about the holidays and they really care about being with their family. They re- like all of they have, there's a lot of tradition. There are a lot of things that they love about this time of year. And then there's some people that this is a really hard time of year. It's a stressful time. It can create really a lot of sadness for people depending on the type of year they've had. So people go into the holidays, all different types of feelings. And I think it's important for you as a leader to recognize that. I really wanted to give you a couple of tips or just advice that I have found that helped me and, and could potentially help you on how to best lead your team during the holidays, especially as the boss, right? Like everyone looks to you and, and how you are during this time affects how they are and informs how they should be. And so here's some advice on, on how to really be a leader during this time. Something else I just want to, that I've thought about a lot or have seen happen a lot are a couple different things. The holidays, the timing of them land right at the end of what most businesses have as their fiscal year. And it's the end of the quarter. And if you are a business owner that, you know, tracks revenue and sales and tracks your metrics, which I hope you are, this is the end of a big metrics tracking period, right? So you may want your team to push to the end of the year to hit your year-end sales goal for a variety of reasons or to hit your quarterly goal, or they may really want to for their bonuses. And so it is an interesting time that you think about because I definitely have seen a lot of companies push and a lot of leaders push their teams all the way through the holidays, which I get and also I don't get. So it's a little bit of both. As a business owner, I get it. But as like somebody who cares a lot about team culture, I don't get it. 
So you as an as a business owner, entrepreneur, as a leader, you want your team to push through the year to to end the year with a bang and to come out of the gates hot into the new year. Here are some tactics that that I think you could do. I know of a lot of companies that shut down the last two weeks of the year because they know that it's just a, a time that employees want to be with their team. So they adjust their metrics and they kind of actually you know, have the year end before the holidays, which is a great tactic to do. I mean, I know we're, uh, you know, just early December when you're listening to this, so it might not be feasible to do that this year, but maybe next year you can do that. Have your year end two weeks early, right? So that you can have everyone refreshed and stuff when they come back. But I can honestly tell you, I have never worked at a company that has done that. None of the places I've worked have ever, you know, taken the last two weeks off at the end of the year I think it's a great thing to do if you can, but I've never worked anywhere that you can. So that's one tip. If you can have your year end before the holiday break, that's great. But most of you probably won't be able to. So here's an approach that I think blends these two together. And one that I think will actually support your business in growing next year, as well as support your team in enjoying the holiday season and coming back fresh and ready to crush it. In, in 2023. So my advice to you is to look at your goals, your projects, and your initiatives and pull out one or two things the team should focus on for the next month that will truly set your team up for success in the new year. Make it realistic, right? Like if you are tracking $50,000 behind sales goal, you know, getting $50,000 in revenue, depending on what you're selling, might not be feasible and might not be realistic and might just demotivate the team. So make sure you're looking at what's realistic. It could be anything. It could be your metrics. It could be an initiative. It could mean maybe you're redoing your website. Maybe you're doing a new service offering. Like it could be something, but pick pick what actually is going to be the most impactful for your business to start and crush it in the new year. And that might not be hitting a sales goal, right? Like that might actually be um, redefining your offerings or, or doing something else that sets up your sales team in the new year so that they can actually hit their sales goal. I, I'm making some things up here because I don't necessarily know, um, but you really want to take an objective look at your goals and figure out if the team could only do one thing this month, what's going to actually be the best for the business in the new year? Have your team put blinders on that and only work on that for the rest of the year. I personally have found that spending the month of December getting organized, creating you know um, standard operating procedures, documenting how we do things, writing playbooks, we spent the time reorganizing our warehouse. Like there's a lot of things you can do at the end of the year that set yourself up for success. And it can be the best use of time. A lot of times there's these things that you want to create in your business that literally never get off of your to-do list because you're so busy executing. And so oftentimes this time of year slows down, right? Like your clients are slowing down. Most times people are taking extra time off. So the reality is, is like, business just slows down anyways. So why not focus on some of those things you've been putting off that can really help your business um, succeed next year? So it could be physical organization of things. It could be creating those SOPs, could be implementing the new software that you really wanted. It could be creating, finally, 
measuring and establishing those core metrics you want to track in the new year. It could be creating dashboards to track those metrics. It could be any of those things that are going to help you run your business and help things go a lot more smoothly. I find working on that stuff is way better to do at the end of the year during that slow time than trying to push and push and push and push. So what if that's something you focused on for the month and you had your team focus on? It also kind of does this little weird mental thing. It helps you leave, end the new year, feeling like you're crossing things off your to-do list. You're leaving for a little bit of a vacation or, or time off and feeling productive. Like, finally, I got this thing done so that you have that kind of weight off of your shoulders into the new year where you can just focus on doing the thing versus like, oh, well, last year I said I was going to create this or organize that and I haven't. I should focus on that in January. Doing that in December, I think, can really be very, very helpful. Once you've identified what that is, you want to communicate the most important priority to the team for the month and then have them create one or two things that they're going to do around that priority and help them see why creating it by the end of the year will help them really start the new year off great and on the right foot. So the second thing I think you should do is set up your annual planning meeting for early January. Don't try to do the meeting in December, but you can start planning for it in December. People are checked out a lot of times in December. I think I just read a study that like 58% of the workforce starts to kind of check out mid-December. Instead of feeling frustrated by that, why don't you like set up your business alongside of that? And instead of trying to push your team to do more? Why don't you set up your business throughout the year to support that? Waiting until January to do annual planning, your team's going to be bought in and excited and participate in it. So find time the second, third week in January. I would not do the first because people are coming back to overflowing inboxes and to-do lists. But you know, the second, third week in January, set up a two-day if you can get everyone in person, fly everyone together, this is a great way to start the new year and reflect on how you did last year and where you want to go this year. You're reviewing your annual plan from last year and setting up your new one. So you're going to want to set goals, priorities, key metrics. And I think it's so important to make sure you do a look back, look back and see where you landed for last year, what things went well, what things didn't go well. How do you want to be this year as a team? How do you not want to be as a team? Think about those things. Look back at that big, hairy, audacious goal that you created for last year. If you don't know what that is, go back and listen to season two, episode two about creating your vision and strategy. And it, it gives you tips and advice on how to establish short-term, long-term vision goal strategy with your team. Look back at that. And, you know, go through it. Did you make progress? Yes or no? Why or not? And then set up your new one-year plan. As a team, create three to seven priorities that must be completed within the year to be on track for your three-year goal that you set. Now, if you haven't done that, do that in this meeting. Set your three-year goals and your one-year goal and make sure that the goals are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and like there's a time in which you're going to create it by. And then as a team, decide what's most important right now of all of these things, because if everything is important, nothing is important. So if you could only accomplish one thing during this first quarter, what would it be? 
and make sure that you're you're all in, in agreement on it and you have buy-in from everyone so that as the team is going through and doing stuff in the quarter, they look back and they're like, okay, am I spending the majority of my time working on things that are, are helping us accomplish what's most important right now? Um, it's going to help you get clarity in the work and in the decisions that your team is making throughout all of Q1. And so you've got to make sure you determine what's most critical right now. And then update your, your vision and goals document that you've created and send it to everybody on the team so that everyone knows what they're working on for the new year and they have their, their marching orders on what to do. And so that's what you should do the beginning of the year is do that work together. It's also a great time to set some vision and goals for your team. So one thing that is kind of fun you could do during the holiday season is have an optional vision and goals um, meeting. So maybe, you know, you pick a half day sometime in December and you lead everyone through vision and goal setting for themselves personally or give them time to do it on their own. You know, they could create vision boards, they could create goals, you know, do stuff personally um, and give them time during their work day to do that is always a really nice thing to do. And so it's just some other, I guess, housekeeping reminders that I think are really important to call out is, you know, manage time off requests as a team and also like communicate to your team what is expected. How many people do you need to have working? You know, do you, do you need them to be checking in on their email? What things are mission critical that continue during the holiday and what do you expect of them? You know, do you need one person online, you know, every business day throughout the holiday? And how are you going to determine who that is? You know, like really figure out what it is you need to run the business. And then as a team, figure out coverage, come together and figure out how are we going to get through this together? How's everyone going to get the time off that they need and work together as a team to do that. And by working together, you, you not only create an environment of transparency and communication, but you also help create leadership and motivation and, and just really like show the whole team that you care about each other as people and teams and that you're in it together. And then you want to lead by example. So double down on your efforts to give their team the time and space to be with family and friends and to be off of work. If you're working because you're a business owner, and let's face it, you probably will be working throughout the holidays, really check yourself so that you're not texting them when you think of something or emailing them when you think of something. And don't preface it with like, don't worry about this until after the holidays. They're going to worry about it. They're going to read it. It's a cop out if you send something to your team and you say, don't worry about this until later because they're going to worry about it. And it's just getting it off of your brain and onto somebody else's. And honestly, it's not fair. And it's kind of a cop out. And I am working on this. It's something I've been working really hard at. So what you can do instead, if something is not urgent, is start a Google Doc with each team member's name. And every time you think of something and you want to text it to them so that you don't have to worry about it, put it on the Google Doc. It's doing the same thing in your brain, but it's not putting it on them and causing them stress. Or If you absolutely need to email them, send the email, but set it as a schedule send later. So you can send the email, but then right before you hit send, you can schedule it to send after the holidays. Like it's really important you do that stuff. It really is. Um, And so I'm just going to hone home again. Like if you don't, it's a cop out. You're, You're not taking the extra steps to really 
provide the space and the time for your team to have time off. And you've got to remember the power dynamics. You are still the boss. And so you send something, you're the boss. They're going to read it. They're going to stress out about it. They're going to be like, oh crap, I'm going to get this done now. And they're going to think, oh my gosh, do they really care? Like, I know they said I don't need to do it till after the holidays, but do they mean it? Like if I send it during the holidays, are they going to feel like I care more? Like don't put that on your team just because you want to get something off of your brain. I kind of harped on that one, but I think it's really critical and I kind of get sick of people not doing it. So you get face value, you get straight shooting feedback and thoughts from my, from this podcast. So take it or leave it. And then last two things like participate in the holiday celebrations. Even if you, if you are somebody who doesn't give two hoots about the holidays, try to give two hoots, force yourself to do two things, four things. I don't know. Plan the events. You might have to be the one that plans something special for the team. Force yourself, rally yourself to do it and put it on your calendar now while you're thinking about it and participate. Don't be a Grinch. Participate in holiday celebrations. And then my final piece of advice is check in with your team as humans. See how they're doing. Ask what they need during this time of year. It's a hard time for a lot of people. And so just a simple check-in so that they know somebody's thinking about them during this time of year can go such, such a long way. Hopefully you got some some pro tips, some advice, some new things that you're going to implement, some simple things that take effort. Um, And so hopefully this helps your team feel supported during the holiday seasons. So happy holidays to you. I will not sing (laughs) any holiday songs to you, but cheers to all of us for crushing this year and moving into the new year, feeling like we can do anything. So happy holidays to you. And we will talk again soon. If you're not driving, stop and take a moment to share this episode with someone who you thought about while listening, share it with your team to show them you're committed to their growth, share it with a fellow business owner in your network who, you know, will be moved by the message. Heck share it with your mother, your brother, your sister, or your cousin, your support in growing the show means the world to me. 